Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. What's going on, everybody? The No Huddle Show. Elliot Park. I'm here with Matt Navarro at the L.A. Coliseum. We're outside overlooking the field, the site of the Eagles' 43-35 to win over the Los Angeles Rams, a win that clinches the NFC for them, NFC East, a win that clinches a playoff spot for them, clinches a home playoff spot for them. But we both know the big story coming out of this is the injury to Carson Wentz. Matt, why don't you give us the latest out of the locker room about Wentz? Yeah, Elliot, uh, the latest officially from head coach Doug Peterson is that Carson Wentz is going to have an MRI on Monday to determine the severity of the injury and any uh, long-term prognosis in terms of his availability for the rest of the year. Um, Very interesting vibe coming out of the locker room. You talk to players, and they basically were saying that, A, they're confident in Nick Foles. Malcolm Jenkins was asked point blank, does this Wentz injury change their confidence that they're able to do what they have set out to do this season? And he said, we still have a quarterback on the roster, don't we? So, that gives you a glimpse of what the players are thinking. Now, um, and which, which you would expect them to correct. say. Now, let's go back to the injury itself, Elliot. It was a scrambling play. Carson Wentz dives into the end zone, gets hit on the back of his knee, and stays in the game. Four plays later, throws a touchdown pass, but he was limping in between snaps, goes in the medical tent, walks out, and I have a video on NJ.com right now of him being carted out of the stadium and then limping onto the team bus while wearing a brace on his left knee. So we're going to find out everything we need to know on Monday, but I think that the early prognosis is the Eagles better get ready for life with Nick Foles. The and, yeah, and let's be honest. I mean, I think it's safe to, to say we can talk about this as if it's a torn ACL. Best case, absolute best case scenario, like AO1, all of Wentz's religious beliefs pay off for him. Maybe he's playing in the first playoff game, but I think at this point we've seen the last of Carson Wentz in an Eagles jersey for 2017. So let me ask you this. If this is the end of Wentz, and actually I'll, I'll give my take first. If this is the end of Wentz for this season, the obvious question is, how confident can, can this team be in Nick Foles? I thought he played okay today. Um, I think he finished like 6 of 10 for yep. 40-something yards or 60-something yep. yards. yards yep. 41 yards. He did lead them to that field goal, but in all honesty, that was a turnover where they had to kick a long field goal. He did have that big third down play, and I am stunned Doug Peterson had him throw the ball there. I mean, that's showing a lot of confidence in your quarterback, but he's not a rookie. I mean, he's played in these big games before, but I thought he played just okay today. That being said... 
I think he plays Barrett next week against the Giants, and he did against the Rams tonight. For sure, because then you'll have a week. Let's remember that backup quarterbacks in the NFL get zero reps with the first-team offense during the week. It's mm-hmm. all about getting your starter ready to play, and a lot of times your number two quarterback is simulating the opposing game plan, basically running scout team against your number one defense to get them ready for a game. You throw Nick Foles out there, who is intimately familiar with Doug Peterson's system, not only from their time together with the Eagles before Chip Kelly came in, but their time together in Kansas City. The Eagles paid a hefty price to bring him here over the offseason because of that familiarity with the scheme. He's a guy that threw 27 touchdowns, two interceptions, and as we've gone back and forth with many times, left the field with the lead. (laughs) Didn't win the game, left the field with the lead against the Saints. I'm not using that as a rallying cry around Nick Foles because I think this is a a monumentally big deal and a costly loss not having Mm -hmm. Wentz, but that playoff experience and the fact that he has won games in the NFL – the Eagles are in capable hands. It's going to be on the defense. It's going to be on the running game. It's going to be on Doug Peterson, um, you know, out coaching his opponent week in and week out down the stretch and in the playoffs if the Eagles are going to advance. But I don't think that we can look at a game uh, like so many times this year where Carson Wentz has bailed the Eagles out with his mobility or mm-hmm. made that clutch third and 10 throw for a touchdown uh, or one of the big moments that have changed the tide of a game. I don't think that Nick Foles is that type of quarterback, but can he be Case Keenum? Can he be a game manager? Can he win a game, one playoff game, if that's all you need, if you can get a bye? I don't see why he can't, but again, it comes down to the defense, comes down to the running game, and comes down to coaching from here on out. It, it's kind of ironic that the Eagles have won their first division championship since 2013. The quarterback during their last division championship, Nick Foles. The last time they played a playoff game, Nick Foles was the quarterback. So everything comes full circle here. I think there's two main things we need to talk about. And yep. you, can, uh, you, you can decide which order. First is Nick Foles. Just him this year, what we think about. But then there's Wentz in a larger picture about what this means. So where do you want to start with? you want to start with Foles you want to talk about Wentz? You know, let's work towards the bigger picture and let's start with Nick Foles because I think that that, that's the immediacy mm -hmm. going into Sunday. Nick Foles, barring some sort of miraculous MRI where it's it's a a contusion of his PCL, um, I think that you're going to see Nick Foles playing on Sunday. So if Foles is their quarterback for the remainder of the season, if you just take it game by game, I think they can beat the Giants with Foles. I think they can beat the Raiders at home with Foles. And I think that Cowboys game, it's such a wild card. It's going to be meaningless. But, I mean, well, it might not be. The Eagles might need that win to clinch a bye. And the bye is pretty big. So, I mean, I think they can win that game. So, if you told me they went 3-0 with Foles at quarterback, I would would believe you. And if you told me, all right, so if they get a bye, they need one game. They they need to win one playoff game to get into the conference championship game, which was kind of this team's where we thought they needed to end up anyway. So, Obviously, their ceiling is not as big with with Foles at quarterback. There's no denying that. That being said, how many backup in the quarter? How many backup quarterbacks in the league are better equipped to take this thing over and not miss a beat than Nick Foles? I mean, he he was coached by Doug Peterson as a rookie when he was here with the Eagles. He was in Kansas City with Doug Peterson for a little bit. He's been with he's been with this team the majority of the year. He knows this offense, you know, in and out. He he he's ready to go from that standpoint. He has big game experience. I mean, yep. the playoff game against the Saints, I know we joke, but he didn't play terrible in that game. I mean, he did leave the field with the lead for what it's worth. I mean, he played well, I thought, against uh, Dallas in that final yep. game where they clinched the division. So he has experience playing in these big games. So, I mean, all, in all seriousness, if you could hand pick a backup quarterback for them to have in this situation, Foles would probably be it, short of picking you know another team's starter. So there is that positive to look at in the way that they have three very winnable games. Yep. They'll probably get a bye. 
I would argue maybe it's better for them not to get a bye because if you have Foles in there, maybe you just want them to disagree. Disagree because right. I I don't think you want Nick Foles to be exposed to an extra playoff game because I think that you get that on tape. Even if you win that first game, you have to go into a second game with a playoff game with Nick Foles on tape for defensive coordinators and head coaches to analyze. Right. We'll put that on the shelf and get there in a second. But the one thing I want to say before we get too big picture. I think the Eagles' offense is going to have to change. Well, I think and you're going to have to. Their offensive line is going to have to step up. Because, correct. Yeah. And, and and you saw that today. Halpo Leviti Vitae gave up two sacks last week against the Seahawks, gave up a sack to Robert Quinn, and gave up a pressure uh, on the play right before the Rams blocked the, the, the punt and returned it for a touchdown. Vitae has, has really struggled the last two games, and it's no um, coincidence that it's been against the two top pass rushers he's faced all year. He's going to need to play better, or the Eagles are going to need to give him some help by leaving Brent Selleck in there. Mm-hmm. They're going to need to get more consistent guard play from the left guard spot because Stefan Wisniewski suffered an ankle injury and neither Isaac Sayamalu or Chance Warmack were even close to adequate. But if we just want to talk about what you need to do with Nick Foles, I think the second half of this game, that's your template. You need to give the ball to Jay Ajayi. You need to yeah. feature Corey Clement. You need to continue to throw to the tight end. Hopefully the Eagles get Ertz back in the next week or two and you're able to Ertz uh, has good chemistry with Foles. Sure, one of your, your top passing weapons and the Eagles targeted or at least Carson Wentz did targeted the um, tight end position close to 60% of the time when he was healthy so if the Eagles often continues to go through the tight end runs the ball at an even higher clip than they have lately they might be able to get by but I don't think you're going to be able to have as many deep threats I don't think you're going to be able to stretch the field as well and I think that you're going to have to do a much better job of getting the ball out of Nick Foles hands quickly because defenders, I think, if they pressure him, you're more likely to pressure Nick Foles into a mistake than you are Carson And Lewis. this is going to tell us a lot about Doug Peterson. I mean, I think Doug is a good head coach. We've all changed our mind about Doug this year. But there's no denying the fact that you have a really good quarterback and makes you look better as a head coach. There's just no denying that. Now that Wentz is gone, it'll be really interesting to see how Doug does because, as you said, this is going to be a lot about game planning now. And yep. not, not only just that, this is going to be – I, I think now the outside receivers really need to step up because as good as Eagles are running the ball, teams are not going to be afraid of Nick Foles. They're going to make Nick Foles beat them. And the problem with that is going to be, yes, you have Zach Ertz. Alshon's going to need to step up. He he dropped a pass today. I thought he should have caught. Still had a pretty good game overall. Had a miraculous touchdown catch. He did. On his, yeah, by the he did. Tips. You're right. You're right. You're right. Torrey Smith played okay today, but I guess my point I'm making is the outside receivers, they're going to need to step up. They're, you're, people are going to have to make plays for Nick Foles. Carson Wentz was able to lead this team to victories. I don't think, I mean, maybe it's possible. Maybe Nick Foles catches fire like he did in 2013. You can't count on Nick Foles to lead you to a victory. And that's why they're really going to need. They're really going to need Nick Foles, and they're going to need the people around him to step up. Because if they don't, yeah, this team's going to be in the playoffs. And obviously, I shouldn't have said they don't want to buy. But my point is, what you don't want is is a hot Packers team coming in here, a hot uh, Falcons team coming in here. You don't want to see the the Rams or the Seahawks again in Philadelphia. Well, all right, really quick. How many teams think they could beat right now with Nick Foles at home? I think they could beat the Vikings. I don't well, if the Vikings play the way they did today, I think they can beat the Vikings. But I still think maybe that, the Falcons. I don't know that you beat the Falcons. They could beat the Saints because I think the Saints really struggled the other night and gave a game away against Atlanta on the road. Maybe you beat Atlanta. I don't think you beat Seattle. They've done well home. against Atlanta. I mean, they smashed them last year. Yep, I think that you. I don't think you beat 
the Rams. I think the Rams, it's a toss-up game, kind of like it was a toss-up game here. I don't know if Nick Foles being in the game for 60 minutes changes things that dramatically. I don't know. Wentz played pretty well. I mean, he made some pretty amazing throws. No, he really did. And you throw Nick Foles in there, is a 69.6 passer rating going to get it done? I mean, if if you run the ball 32 times or 139 yards, you probably have a good chance. I mean, let, let, let's cold. be honest. Foles made one really nice throw, and it was on third down. Yep. Outside yep. of that, I do not think with his 10 other attempts he played very well. I mean, he had that play where he was scrambling and tried to yep. forward pitch. And, I mean, that was just ridiculous. And I just think he's out there trying to make get stuff done See, and all that. See, here's why the, the only way I think the Eagles beat the Rams at home with Nick Foles is if it's 10 degrees outside, and mm-hmm. it's like we saw in Buffalo today with a blizzard and snow going sideways. Jared Goff, passer rating 110.9, 199 yards, two touchdowns. Cooper Cup, you had that miraculous 64-yard catch and run, broke tackles left and right, averaged 23.6 yards per catch. And Todd Gurley, 13 carries, 96 yards, and two scores. If they would have given the ball to Doug Gurley even more in the second half, I think the Rams might have had a better chance at winning this game. You look at that balance, and you look at the defense and what they did up front with Winooski went out, I don't know that the Eagles win that game with Nick Foles as the quarterback home or away. Yeah. So we have them, I mean, somewhere, I don't know, fourth or fifth best in the NFC now? Yep. So, I mean, obviously things change quickly. All right, let's talk about Carson Wentz on a, lo- on a bigger picture scale here. So let's assume he has a torn ACL and he's out for the year. That's... I mean, the Eagles fans know about Torn ACLs. They had Sam Bradford as their quarterback. We're at the home of the Rams where he, you know, obviously that happened. So, I mean, from a time timetable standpoint, is Wentz ready for training camp next year? If it's a complete tear of his left ACL, is he is he ready for that? Oh, boy. I mean, you're looking at is he ready for week one injury. I, I don't know that he's ready. Again, we're getting way speculative here before we know the degree of the tear and what the course right. of rehab and surgery is going to be. But I don't think if, if you're looking for Carson Wentz to be the same quarterback week one next year, I think that's way too optimistic at this point. I mean, just think back to Sam Bradford when he first signed with the Eagles. They weren't going through full 11-on-11 drills he, until training he camp. He toured that in the preseason. Yep, had a, a knee brace on for much of training camp, if I yep. remember. And it was a kind of, if I remember properly, it was kind of a sluggish start in those first two or three weeks before he really got well, I think he's just a sluggish knee. quarterback. And, and he might be. <laughs> but my point is that he got better in the second half of that year than the first half. Wentz relies so much on on his escapability, so much on his improvisation and making plays with his legs. I'll be real interested to see how this injury affects him long-term because I don't know. He he might develop back into the same quarterback with the same ceiling and everything might be fine, but expect that to be the case week one. I think that's a little too optimistic. So I obviously we're going big picture here. I think up to this point we've been pretty measured with our takes. I think we've been actually surprisingly positive about Foles. I, I'm, there's no way Eagles fans are going to be as positive this week. But let me be honest about this. Short of Wentz having to have his legs taken off tonight, this Jesus. is <laughs> this is the worst thing that could have possibly happened in the stadium tonight. I mean, let's just be honest. Maybe besides his throwing shoulder, how many times have we seen a young quarterback tear his ACL and not be able to bounce back and be that same player? Sam Bradford. I don't think he was ever that good, but he was rookie of the year. I mean, for what Number it's one worth. Number one pick. overall pick. Uh, Andrew Robert Luck has yet to come third. back. Robert Griffin the third. We'll see what Teddy Bridgewater does. Now, obviously, the, de- the the degrees of the injuries are different and all that. But here's the thing. Every week we talk on this podcast about how big of a part Carson Wentz is of this, off, of, of this team. How he is this entire franchise. Everything clicks because of Carson Wentz. And I'm not just saying that now because he's hurt. I've said it every week. I mean, yeah, maybe they, maybe they win a playoff game with Nick Foles. But in order for this team to have long-term success... For any team, you need a top five special quarterback. 
The Eagles had one before tonight. Yep. If Carson Wentz is a complete tear of his ACL, they no longer have a top five special quarterback because you don't know what he's going to be when he comes back. And there's enough of a track record showing that when guys suffer these injuries, it takes A, a while to, to just to be yourself again, and B, some players are never themselves. And I think Wentz is a very good pocket passer. I think Wentz is an incredibly smart football mind. He has the tools to be able I agree. to do it. And he is more of an athlete than Sam Bradford ever was. But the reason everyone kept saying Sam Bradford would be good afterwards, after he tore his ACL, and he tore it multiple times. But the reason is because, oh, he's really accurate. He's a good pocket passer. Wentz relies on his, his ability to escape to make plays. Even today, you saw it. I mean, he injured it, running it in for a touchdown. He had a, the, the throw to Jeffrey that he did miss, but he escaped to the pocket and rolled to his, his left and made that happen. His best, Some of his best plays this season have been either going down in the pocket well, as he's been going down or running around. If Wentz is not able to be that same mobile quarterback he was before, this is this night will go down as the moment it all turned around for the Eagles. And again, Wentz, and it's because Wentz is that special. He changes everything with this team. If Wentz, if Wentz doesn't come back to the same player, this team is in massive, massive trouble. I, I agree. And I think that you're going to now have to see what they can do with running the football. You have to see if this team, when you look at the additions they've made on defense, and they've done a really nice job of building an insurance policy against something like a Carson Wentz devastating injury by bringing in Tim Jernigan, by mm-hmm. trading for Ronald Darby, by locking up um, some really young players uh, on that side of the ball and building around them Fletcher Cox and maybe even Brandon Graham with talks of an extension there. Can this team become a Pittsburgh Steelers defense-dominant team? Can this team become a ground-and-pound type of football team that gets it done with their running game? They're built to do it this year in terms of their running backs with Ajayi and Corey Clement and LeGarrette Blunt. It's just a matter of as teams now change the way they defend the Eagles because of Nick Foles being a quarterback and not Carson Wentz, are they able to overcome those adjustments? Are they able to make the big plays in big spots? And and who knows? I mean, we saw this tonight, and we saw it against Seattle. Two playoff-caliber teams against an Eagles team that has its sights set on going to the Super Bowl. It doesn't take much to turn a game. No. You know, the Eagles almost lost control of this game when they came out and the they Rams marched down the field. almost lost this game, period. Right. The, the Rams marched down the field with a, a really easy scoring drive after the opening kickoff. They blocked the field, the, the punt, returned it for a touchdown, get a touchdown there. Um, and then, you know, Foles comes in and, and survives. So I think they can survive. I, I don't know come playoff time if they're able to win a playoff game without Wentz. And long term, Let's just see how he comes back from this before we get too panicky. But I'm I'm kind of with you that it's going to change the type of quarterback that he is. Well, it's it, I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't think it's being panicky. I just think it's being realistic. Where I mean, off the top of our heads, can you think of a quarterback that's come back from a torn ACL besides? I mean, Brady did it. That was a long time ago. Obviously, he's the best quarterback of all time, though. Yep. Um, can you think of another one that's even had a torn ACL? Yeah, there there aren't many. I mean, yeah. Donovan. It, it changed him. He was no longer the he running. He broke his ankle, broke though, his ankle right? but, And he also right. had the ACL injury, I believe, against the Titans um, the year that Jeff Garcia took them to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, he was never right. quite the same quarterback after that. I mean, we'll, and that was much later in Donovan's career. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Carson and Wentz, thing, is Wentz is young. young. Right, he's young. He has that going for him. But to get too wildly speculative over the degree of the tear and the long-term prognosis, I think it's more prudent to just well, find I guess, out what yeah. Doug Peterson says, what the MRI reveals, and hopefully tomorrow we get a better sense of what's the timetable, what's the rehab look like, and you go well, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is 
this is worse in the larger picture than it is this season. It's bad for this season because Wentz was a top three quarterback, and now, yes, you don't have a top three quarterback. You might in this offense still have a top 15, top 20 quarterback, depending how Foles is able to play. And you're right, the defense is really good. I mean, Chris Long's play to strip the ball basically yep. won the game. They can run the ball. They have decent skill receive, skill position players. My only point is that I think when, when you're talking about the negatives of this, the negatives are much more in the larger picture than they are this season because this is really bad. I mean, you know, barring it, again, we don't know if it's complete terror, but this is the postgame pod. We're just talking off what we know. If it is a tear and he is done for the year, it's it's very bad going forward. Uh, Albert Breer tweets, and Adam Schefter followed up, uh, quote, doctors determined with a manual test there was damage to the ACL, extent unknown until the MRI tomorrow. And then Schefter fires back. Carson Wentz's ACL was, quote, unquote, loose when it was tested manually today, which is why the team fears that it's torn when scheduled to undergo the MRI in Philadelphia on Monday. So the, the initial manual test not – encouraging no. for Wentz or the And I'll also say this, on the same net level of me saying this is bad long-term, you do not rush Wentz back for this year. You you wait. Oh, I think that's yeah. out of the question. <laughs> right. No, I know, but I mean... If, unless it comes out that it's, a, again, a contusion or, or a mild sprain mm-hmm. that requires a two-week timetable or a, a PCL sprain or an MCL sprain that isn't you know structurally damaged, th- I think that's a different conversation altogether. But if there's any sort of tear, I don't think that rushing him is even part of the equation. Because you know, as much as this team is built to win this year, you don't risk it. You just don't risk it. So, we're, I, I, so I'm glad we're on the same page with that. So obviously those are the big things here from the L.A. Coliseum. We don't know. We're going to find out about Wentz on Monday. Um, I, th- I think we're both on the same page with Foles where they're not as they're not as bad off as they could have been. I mean, you know, imagine if Chase Daniels was their backup right now. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that'd be worse. Um, and they have three winnable games. So you could be looking at Foles has to win one game at home in the playoffs to get them to the conference championship. And that's the thing about the NFL. If, if they get a bye. I mean, I think they'll get a bye. And again, it all comes down to I don't know that they, if Dallas is eliminated from the playoffs completely, then I think it's a different story and that game means nothing. I think they, they go, I'll say this, I think they go 3 and 0. There's a good chance. I yeah. think I, I don't know with a healthy Ezekiel Elliott if that game matters to the Cowboys. I don't know that Nick Foles wins that game. Let me ask you this. If that game doesn't matter, do you start Foles? Yes. No. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> no. I mean, you think about it. If that game doesn't matter and you have everything locked up, I'd put him on ice because I think that I'd rather see Nick Sudfeld uh, do his thing. Nate Sudfeld. Nate Sudfeld, yeah. rather, do his thing for a meaningless game on New Year's Eve than throw Nick Foles out there and have to walk into a playoff game with Nate Sudfeld as your starting right. quarterback. I agree. So we're probably looking at Foles for two games. Man, this, we were, but you know, this week in LA certainly, uh, certainly ends on a negative note. So, anything else you want to talk about before we get out no, of here? I think that other than the Carson Wentz injury, which is obviously casting a pall on the entire season, I think this was a successful week for the Eagles. They came out, they beat well, the. I, I mean, well, I, I mean, again. <laughs> that's like saying how was the show? Other, you know, other than that, Mr. Lincoln. Well, I mean, right? <laughs> but I mean, they could have lost Carson Wentz and lost the game, and you're staring down the barrel of. 
struggling to even get a first round bye, and you still have to worry about tying up the NFC East. You beat a Rams team that was the most complete team on your schedule. Uh, you you survived losing Carson Wentz late in the game. Nobody got arrested. Nobody broke curfew. They got yeah. through the week, and they put themselves in a position that even without Carson Wentz, they're starting week 15 as the number one seed in the NFC. So again, big picture, the Wentz injury casts a pall over the entire season, but for the, the fact that you won this game, just think about what we'd be talking about if Carson Wentz got hurt and the Eagles lost. We would be talking about losing two straight, See, not to having me, head-to-head. To me, it's not that. At this point, as nice as it is to talk about the bye, this team is only going to – it doesn't matter to me if they have if they have two buys. I mean, if Foles doesn't play well, it doesn't matter. And if Foles plays well, I think they have just as – you know, they, they have a chance. So, yes, the bye does help. Right. But to you don't me, get the bye if you lose today. That that's my only point. Right. My only point is that if we're talking about winning one game to get to a conference championship, if this week went poorly, if you lost this game after losing to Seattle, now you're talking about playing on wild card weekend, maybe facing um you know, a, a team like the Saints or a team like the Falcons or a team even like Seattle coming east that I don't know that you win that game on wild card weekend. That's my only point that yes, it lowers the ceiling. Yes. It casts doubt over the rest of the year, but you don't have to worry at this point tonight about making the playoffs or about uh wild card weekend at this stage. Yeah. You don't have to worry about the Super Bowl either because that's, that's probably not happening. So, all right, we will check out here from LA. We will have the, uh, hot take pod for you on Tuesday. Obviously, we'll have more information on Wentz as of then. Doug will have talked. Maybe Carson will have even talked by then. So we'll have that for you on Tuesday. Um, I didn't get a chance to tweet it out after the game, but uh, if you can, we need your hot takes for the uh, for the hot take pod. What do you think of this Wentz thing? Big picture, small picture. What do you think of Foles? What do you think they'll do the rest of the year? How does this change expectations? Uh, tweet at us at hashtag the no huddle show or email us at the no huddle show at nj.com. And we'll make sure to read that. So. I cannot believe Carson Wentz. To, <laughs> it's just crazy to think that we're sitting here yep. recording this podcast with Carson Wentz talking about being done for the year. Things the, really, the, the season outlook is completely different. Things change tonight. in a flash yep. in the NFL. It's, it's just crazy. Yep. So, all right, we will be back on Tuesday. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you later. See you back. Enjoy.